This episode is sponsored by Burps. What do you do when you're on a podcast or on a live show and you have to burp? It has happened a surprisingly small amount of times to other people, but it happens to me all the time. And I have to re-record it, but on a live podcast, what do you do? I, I don't know. Burps. What do you do? Hello and welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast where I got a new job and it's super far away and it pays uh, enough money and I was going to say a lot of money. It's not a lot of money. It pays enough money and that's why I haven't been uh, recording for a while. New job takes up all my time and the power just went out even though it is the middle of the day. It's pretty sunny out and maybe maybe it's just my light bulb. I gotta check on this. One second. Great, it was the power. Okay, this makes things interesting. Somebody doesn't want me to be recording podcasts, and I don't understand. I enjoy it so much, and yet I have no time, no energy. I'm sick right now. Uh, This is my day off, and usually on my days off, I just want to, like, sleep until the cows come home. So, (sighs) here we go. I'll, I'll, I'll check on why the power is going off and on later probably somebody hit a telephone pole or something anyway wonder woman it came out recently and uh the reviews are in <laughs> we didn't hate it it's a dc movie that we didn't hate thank god there is a god ah <laughs> uh, see okay maybe i'm being a bit harsh because man of steel was pretty good i just watched a video by uh I forget the guy's name. Was it DSLR, um, dude? No, I can't remember the name. But uh, I just I watched the movie. Uh, I watched a video on the whole DC universe thing, and the guy was saying that there is actually no Superman. It, the reason that it's hard to sort of connect to the new Superman is well, part of the reason is that he starts the movie as a hero. And ends the movie as a hero. There's really no through line or sort of... He has no character development. Nothing happens to him at all. And then they it's completely monotone. The emotional level that he has is completely monotone. Oh, here's another thing. <clears throat> as I go through puberty again. What do people do when they're recording and they have to make a swallowing sound? Because as a normal person, you know, you create saliva in your mouth and it's disgusting and nobody wants to hear that on the mic. So what do they do? I don't understand. (laughs) It's a whole new world of questions and possibilities. Um, Anyway, the... So even Man of Steel has its problems. It has a, a more interesting Superman, I think than the old ye oldie 1980s or whatever 70s 70s superman or the return superman superman returns because superman returns is terrible uh more on that probably later if i have time yeah that we might do an episode on that it's, it's <laughs> i'm gonna rip it to shreds but we finally got a movie that everybody likes from the dc CU, the DC Cinematic Universe, or the, 
What do they call it? The DCEU? That's so stupid. You're not Star Wars. You're DC. Stop making extended universes. Anyway, they made a good movie, and it's Wonder Woman. This is the first ever movie about Wonder Woman. She's had a TV show and lots of uh, cartoon cameos and different things and Justice League and Justice League Unlimited and all these movies and stuff. But she's never ever had a movie, and it's taken 70 years or something to actually for her to get a movie. And she was a better Superman than Superman. This is a point made by somebody else. I can't remember who it was. But when I heard someone say that, I was like, that's... I got mad all over again. Because <laughs> I think you guys know that Superman... I mean, maybe you don't. Maybe you missed an episode. That I think that Superman is a dumb character. He has too much power and he's hard to write for. And people don't know how to write for him. Max Landis uh, disagrees, but... That's because he knows how to write for Superman. He knows how to make Superman an interesting character and give him vulnerabilities and give him situations where it's not he can't just solve everything with his super strength, the supervision, super it, he's got so many powers that it's ridiculous. He's completely OP, but there can be situations where he can't just use all of his powers in order to save the day. So Wonder Woman being a better Superman than Superman in this universe really uh, really got my goat. But um, for Wonder Woman, that's great. Uh, she was optimistic like Superman is supposed to be and naive but not stupid, which was just amazing. Chris Pine kind of balanced her out with uh, just a little bit of sarcasm, a little bit of wit, and I was... I was really glad that during the movie he didn't... Uh, okay, I'm going to not spoil anything, hopefully. In, in, okay, I promise I won't spoil anything in this first part, and then I'm going to say spoilers and then go completely into spoiler territory. So uh, Chris Pine and Gal Gadot really play off each other really well, and their characters do too. Chris Pine's character, Steve Trevor, never uh, he never puts Wonder Woman down or makes fun of her for being for having weird for saying weird things believing weird things uh weird to us who don't believe in you know greek gods and whatever and so it, it never like he never undermines her character or her beliefs or her optimism in any way uh he'll you know make a, a funny face like hmm i never thought of that before or something like uh in the trailer when she's like uh, I was fashioned, my mother fashioned me from clay, and Zeus breathed life into me. And then there's a beat, and Chris Pine goes, hmm, that's neat. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it, it, he doesn't understand it, but he's not questioning it at the time. So that was really cool. Uh, the other characters were great. Um, I said before... I think I said the, in the last episode that the Princess Bride episode was going to be next, and I'm sorry if that didn't happen. I'll probably release the episode first before we do the Princess Bride episode. Unless I could do the Princess Bride episode tonight, then I'll release that one first. Uh, so, but you already know what know what happened because you're listening to this in the future. But the the reason I bring that up is Robin Wright is in this movie, and she's completely unrecognizable as this like middle-aged blonde-haired woman who's a complete badass and is an Amazonian who's like an aunt of Wonder Woman. It's 
amazing and a little bit weird and kind of off-putting because Buttercup is a badass. <laughs> Hashtag Buttercup is a badass. Great. And, okay, the... Th- mm, can I talk about this? The accents. Why is everyone's accent... Why are they all aping an Israeli accent, you know, Gal Gadot's accent, instead of, I don't know, having Gal Gadot act a little bit? Uh, she So Gal Gadot actually did a really good job in this movie. They uh, brought out all of her strengths, and so there was a lot of posing and, and pouting and looking tough for the camera. <laughs> she is a model, guys. Uh, but they didn't... They didn't ask her to do anything that she wasn't capable of. So she came across as completely uh, serviceable. <laughs> she she did great in, in as an actress in this movie. She did fine. I really like that the the optimism and naivete that she has as Wonder Woman is sort of similar to what you see when you watch Gal Gadot in interviews and things. She's this really warm, sweet person that it you know is friendly and is fun to watch when you see her in interviews. Like uh, she just was on uh, Jimmy Fallon, and they <laughs> they had a lot of fun together. And I think she she cursed on live TV, which was kind of funny. Um, it it's kind of like you know you really should be more professional than that because you're Wonder Woman and you know, you're in Hollywood and whatever, and you should be more professional than that. But also, it's kind of fun that she made a mistake and that shows that she's human, and, you know, it's kind of endearing. So, yeah, that that translated to Wonder Woman, I feel like. It was a good match. So maybe, maybe Zack Snyder wasn't completely insane when he went and got a thin model who could barely speak English? As, you know, if you watch her like old, um, quote unquote old uh, interviews from like the Fast and the Furious four or five or whatever one she's in, those interviews she struggles a little bit to find words. Like she she'll forget words more often than she does now, and so. <laughs> but like I was saying, that maybe Zack Snyder wasn't insane when he chose her. Maybe he saw that the optimism that Wonder Woman's going to have is similar to the optimism that Gal Gadot has as a person. So the fact that that came through in the movie is amazing. I love it. And let's see, what else? Uh, the There's a lot of comparisons to Captain America. I'll save those for, for uh, spoilers. Um, there's a little bit of Matrix, a little bit of 300, a little bit of Superman. Um... <laughs> Uh, now, okay, why did this movie, why did this movie, uh, succeed so fantastically? Is it because it's the first ever Wonder Woman movie? Is it because of feminism? Uh, I don't really think it was feminism. Uh, I think it's because Wonder Woman is, it's very derivative. It, it borrows from a lot of things that have succeeded before, which, on on the one hand, it makes sense if you want, if you know what works, do what works. But it also kind of undercuts the movie a little bit because um, it doesn't seem cobbled together. Because that's that's something that you say about like Suicide Squad. Suicide is, Suicide Squad is cobbled together 
because it's a series of music videos with a third act at the end uh, wherein someone belly dances. The the freaking bad guy belly dances through the third act. That's cobbled together. This is homage and plagiarism. (laughs) Some of it might be plagiarism. But, uh, and it's it's kind of Marvel, but that's not fair because, you know, it's a good superhero movie. So it is a good superhero movie in uh, in the time of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Is it unfair to say that it's like Marvel? Because it's going to be like Marvel. If it's a good, it's a good superhero movie. It's gonna. Uh, adhere to the trends it's going to be a little bit witty it's going to be a little bit fun it's going to have a lot of action and explosions in the third act that doesn't make any sense well make any sense that that sort of adheres to a certain formula um that's going to happen so i feel like that's unfair but it is kind of marvel-esque i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry okay marvel is good dc is struggling and they made a Marvel movie, and it was good. Uh, so, but the action is great. The soundtrack was just amazing. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that they didn't use the Wonder Woman theme a whole lot. There's only like one scene where the th- where the Wonder Woman theme is actually incorporated, uh, and it oh, does it pay off? <laughs> it pays off so well. I love I love that theme. It doesn't fit. Really, it, it kind of comes out of left field. Uh, usually, like in Batman v Superman, totally out of left field, just like Wonder Woman's appearance in it. <clears throat> but it totally works in this movie. It doesn't come out of left field. It It's incorporated sort of into just, you know, notes and bars here and there throughout the movie and in the soundtrack. But when it comes in, and, and I think that helps, and it helps ease it into when it actually appears in its full form uh, during during the movie. And the story actually made sense. You know, she starts off on the island, she goes to fight World War One, and learns things along the way, and finds herself. It's it's very much an origin story, but not the fact that I just realized that it was an origin story right now. I think tells you that it doesn't really adhere to the conventions of an origin story it doesn't bore you with oh we know this it's great power comes great responsibility and or he's from krypton or whatever we've seen it a million times but with wonder woman we haven't seen it a million times and it works it pays off um one last thing etta said etta candy who is like a uh, wonder woman sidekick really cute little uh british woman she says something to the effect of when there's a part you've seen in the trailer when uh wonder woman puts on a bunch of different dresses and whatever uh there's a part where steve trevor puts on uh, a pair of glasses onto wonder woman and (laughs) and etta candy delivers this beautiful line very cinema sins she's like spectacles really as if she's not the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. Because <laughs> it's this whole thing where in movies they give the gorgeous woman a pair of glasses. 
and expect you to be like, oh, yeah, now she's this frumpy, uh, nerdy girl who no one would ever notice uh, as beautiful and would ever ask on a date kind of thing. But no, (laughs) Superman still looks like Superman when he has his glasses on. Wonder Woman still looks like a beautiful Miss Universe or whatever (laughs) pageant model when she has glasses on. And Etta Candy pointed that out, and I thought it was beautiful. I laughed way harder than anyone else in the theater, and I probably should have been embarrassed, but I really wasn't because it was funny. All right, here we go. Spoilers. First up, comparisons to other media. Okay, so Captain America. (laughs) The wartime setting. Everyone said this. The... Uh, the Howling Commando uh, stand-ins. We've got your Turk, uh, w- that is a very Spanish-like lover. Uh, he's not Spanish, he's Turkish or whatever, something. He wears a freaking fez. Turk? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, we've got our, not Irishman, <laughs> we've got a Scottish man who is a drunk and is a sniper who can't snipe people. He's afraid of shooting people. We don't know why, but he's afraid of shooting people. And we have our... Who's the third guy? Oh, we have our silent, uh, silent strong type Indian man. And where are these guys? They're in a bar where they're drinking and fighting and carrying on and doing whatever when we recruit them for this mission. Uh, both Captain America and... Chris Pine, they're both, <laughs> this is ridiculous, they're both Chris's in real life, and they're both Steve's in the movie. If you put Steve, Trevor, and Wonder Woman together, you kind of get Captain America. The optimism and the complete earnestness come from Wonder Woman, the The fact that both, uh, well, the, the fact that he's a soldier comes from Chris Pine's character, Steve Trevor, uh, what else? They're both very heroic. Well, all three of them are very heroic. <sighs> but if you put if you put Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor together, you sort of get Captain America, and that's weird. And also, Steve Trevor goes out in the same way that Captain America does at the end of Captain America: The First Avenger. He has a suicide mission to get rid of a plane full of very dangerous weapons and plunge them into the sea. Well, except that Steve Trevor. Uh, explodes them in the air where there is gas. It's there's it's a freaking like mustard gas. Wouldn't that kill people still or hurt people still in some way? It'd make you sick if it. Why didn't he just go and crash it into the ocean? Crash it into the ocean, then it's just Aquaman and the fish that get hurt. Maybe or maybe mustard gas doesn't work if it's in liquid. I don't know, but I I would think that. Sinking it would be a better option, and also he could probably like jump out and survive if he were to crash it into the ocean. Anyway, those are some comparisons to Captain America. Did I miss anything? Yes, actually, I did. There's a part where she throws her shield, kind of like Captain America, into a bunch of guys, and I think someone else ends up. Re- no, she ends up retrieving her own shield, so that's a thing. Yeah. Okay, so Matrix. There's a part where like somebody stops a whole bunch of bombs. I think it's Ares at the end. Uh, freaking Wonder Woman throws like a like a crate full of bombs at Ares, and then he like 
explodes the 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 wood of the crates and then has all the bombs and then throws the bombs back at her but using the force basically so that was a very matrix moment 300 we from 300 we get the slow-mo we get the Zack snyder why did we why did we choose Zack snyder to start this universe <sighs> it's very annoying but yep we got 300 slow-mo we got the alley scene that's very superman uh superman-esque everyone's pointed that out you get the idea the catching the bullet versus deflecting the bullet with the wrist thingies and bit of a stretch but from the first iron man movie we have an old man in a suit with some (laughs) some facial hair that gets uh defeated by a very powerful and brilliant blue light that completely evaporates him so yeah by the way i really shouldn't be telling you guys this but i can't wait until I can do a whole episode without pausing or stopping or anything, and I can keep the the thoughts free-flowing and whatever, but, you know, the whole month or month and a half or whatever it's been of not recording an episode really doesn't help when that's your eventual goal. Okay, so let's see if I can sort of go beginning to end, spoiling everything and talking about things. Okay, narration opens the movie. Ding! Why? Come on! Do something else. Um, the opening few notes of like the soundtrack sound like O Come O Come Emmanuel, and I think it's the Enya version. Let's see if I can insert it right here. Okay, so it's actually the Trans-Siberian Orchestra version of it, not the Enya version. But anyway, am I right? Am I crazy? Let me know. Hashtag Buttercup is a badass. Hopefully that's not taken on Twitter. Hashtag Buttercup is a badass. Let me know if that actually sounded alike. Okay, Hippolyta's accent actually sounded a lot better than Robin Wright's accent. I'm sorry, Robin Wright. Uh, Connie Nielsen totally had a better accent than you. No shame in that. It's fine. And looking over all of the Amazons and that, like, overhead flying drone shot. There's a name for that. I don't know it anymore. I've forgotten. I've been away for too long, okay? Uh, But in that shot, watching all the Amazons fight, I'm like, oh, no. They look like... Oh, they look like the kids from Camp Half-Blood and that Percy Jackson abomination. Oh, no. It's going to be terrible. But uh, it got better. Um... If you watch the behind the scenes, it still looks like they don't know what they're doing with the swords. Who who turns around? When when you're fighting, you don't turn your back on your enemy when they have a sword. You don't flip around and, hey, here's my back. Please slash my back like Finn in Star Wars. Please remove my spine from my body with that really sharp object that you have. Just go for it. Come on. Why? Don't turn your back on your enemies, kids. Come on. Okay, uh, but like I said, the action gets better. It's fine. It's just when they're practicing and dancing around and spinning and blah. The the sweep the leg thing is terrible. Why do they do that? I, I The only thing that I can think of is they're super-powered human beings that they're... They can do stupid things, and it doesn't matter because they're faster and stronger and better than everyone else. But when they're but they're fighting each other, so I, I don't I don't know I don't know, dumb. 
Vistas, yay for Vistas. This this <laughs> Red Letter Media, dear Red Letter Media, Vistas are not terrible. They make a movie more beautiful. It's okay. They don't make a movie good, but they make it more beautiful. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> okay, uh, there's a conversation about sex that was kind of funny, but then they get a little too... Uh, I don't know, it goes on for too too long and it ends kind of awkwardly, I think. Um, I think Wonder Woman just goes, okay, good night, goodbye. And it's like, okay, uh, this is how we're ending this scene. All right, cool. All right. Um, there's, a, okay, is it sexist for, the, for a female uh, superhero to be all about love? Uh, for Hollywood to make that a thing? And and I know that Wonder Woman probably in the comics was very about love and acceptance and all of these good virtues and things. But <clears throat> I don't know if that... Because we're trying not to be... The, these people are trying to be feminist and whatever. Or maybe... Actually, other people are putting this feminist sort of agenda on top of Wonder Woman, to be fair. And DC... Uh, say what you will, but DC, they chose a female director in order to be political, politically correct. Thank God it was Patty Jenkins, because she's a good director. But they could have gotten a good male director too, and I think that, in general, Hollywood studios are in favor of just choosing male directors because, I don't know, the, uh, they're good old bo- they're good old boys, or they're sexist, or maybe they just see that there's a track record of we have all these, you know, directors that are male that have done great things for us in the past. Maybe we'll just choose one of those. It could be any one of those things, but uh, they I feel like they chose Patty Jenkins for political reasons, and those have paid off because they also were able to choose a good director. Anyway, where was I going with that? That's right. Is is it sexist to have this character be all about love and whatever? It's it's kind of cheesy on the one hand, but because Wonder Woman, her character is so earnest, so honest and, and simple and pure, it works. And because of the way that Gal Gadot uh, portrays her, it, it they, they totally pulled it off. But I'm just... I'm just raising a question. Do you think it that it's um, sexist? Um, I don't really, I don't really think so. But it just it toes the line. I'm 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 feeling some some people being like, ah, that's sexist. Why does he? Why does she have to be about love and and whatever? And she has to be all motherly and stuff. We're against those types of things. <laughs> okay, moving on. When your character is super strong, but not bulletproof, how tough is she? How tough are Amazons? Because uh, Diana can punch through a wall when she's climbing it. She can just dig her fingers into a stone wall in order to climb it. I think that's in the trailer. And but she can, but Amazons can be shot and can be killed by a bullet. Um, most of the time she pounds through walls with her shield. You know, she jumps through them or whatever. So, so she has super strength, but she's not bulletproof. 
And when you're not bulletproof and you go into battle, when in like the middle of a battle, not like this side <laughs> with people like a whole army backing you up. No, you you went into a, the middle of no man's land where there are guns on like uh, maybe it's only two sides. I don't know, but in in the square there could have been there there's fire everywhere. And so, how does she not get hit by any of that? And I'm just saying, if she were bulletproof, it would have been so much simpler. None of this stuff would exist that she could just run into it and, um, you know, beat up a bunch of guys. Even though she doesn't have a gun, she could be beating them all up with her bare hands. And it wouldn't matter because she's bulletproof. She could get hit by a couple of bullets because she would definitely get hit by a couple of bullets if she runs into the middle of a whole bunch of enemies with guns. That's all I'm saying. It's a bit of a plot hole that she is not bulletproof. Can she fly, by the way? No one knows. She can sort of float down from a high point after emitting a huge lightning bolt of blue electricity and murdering the bad guy. I should really stop doing that with my sentences, just running on and on and on. <laughs> All right, so there was a twist. Woo, wow. That guy wasn't Ares after all. It was actually this other tweedly mustache guy who was thin and is like, oh, I'm going to fight you now, Wonder Woman, if you don't join my side. I'm like, oh, geez. Okay, so either they're going to make him, he's going to transform, or they're, we're going to have this tweedly mustache man in a suit fight her with a sword or something. It's going to be weird. Either way, bleh. So they had him transform, basically. they He fashioned a thing around... Why am I telling you? This is a spoilers territory. You should know this. But it's okay, uh, sort of, that they made him transform, I guess. Uh, they still brought his face back, I think, for a little bit too much of the fight. This is big explosion and stuff. Okay, and they're both completely overpowered. So when you have two godlike beings fight each other, it's really difficult for me to believe that one has beaten the other when it's a draw or one of them you know passes out because they're they've been beaten too too much their head had had taken too much trauma or whatever i can believe that because they didn't die but no it wonder woman like not evaporates i said evaporate i think earlier <laughs> uh annihilates him divides all of his atoms with this huge energy blast within in what I and what many call an anime moment when she musters all of her strength and is giving this monologue at the end she's you know almost beaten she wasn't really beaten that hard but uh there's no hope for her to win and she's definitely going to lose and she through the power of love and will willpower she musters up the strength to fly up into the air and murder him with a, an energy blast. Um, and it's total anime moment and not really believable because they're both like completely overpowered. So that was a thing. Uh, the ending was a little bit unbelievable. But overall, a great movie. I, I laughed. I didn't cry, but it was it was great. Like I said, action is great. Heart is amazing. I'm a little bit worried uh, going forward how Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman are going to fare being not so optimistic. 
she in Batman v Superman Wonder Woman didn't want to deal with humans and didn't want to get involved in any way. Uh, she took more of a uh, is that an Asgardian approach? I think it's an Asgardian approach. Don't 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 interfere because men don't deserve you. So uh, there's been speculation that maybe we'll get another movie in between the uh, in between Wonder Woman and Batman v Superman, starring Wonder Woman. So like a Wonder Woman two set between those two times. So maybe that'll happen and fill in that gap. But I really like the way that Wonder Woman was portrayed in this movie optimistic and wonderful and a hero so i'm just a little bit worried about that that change that they did in the past to her character oh and uh here's here's a thing that i forgot to mention i think before when i was hypothesizing on why this movie's so great it's a standalone that didn't really need to be there but it adds to the character sort of it tells this movie Let's us know what Wonder Woman is was all about because, like I said before, she doesn't like being a hero anymore. It's something Batman v Superman is a bad movie, guys. It's so bad. Uh, it, it even ruins this movie a little bit because Wonder Woman's not optimistic in the current, like in current day. She's not optimistic and eager and honest or whatever. Maybe she's honest still. I don't know, but. It still ruins that a little bit, but the, maybe the reason this movie is uh, great too is it was allowed to just exist on its own, do its own thing, and have its own fun. Um, I hope that we get more of these movies in the future because I want more good superhero movies. You can never have too many good superhero movies, and I, I, I don't want, I don't want them to keep ruining things. Batman and Superman are both not they're not complete okay they ruined the chance to have batman and superman fight each other and you know punch on for a bit and then be mates that could have been awesome and they screwed it up but and i don't want i don't want that to happen anymore so dc you made one good movie don't get cocky but keep it up all right that's it guys Ah, hope you enjoyed me rambling on about Wonder Woman. Hopefully I get to ramble a lot more in the future. Um, I don't, I'm bad at schedules. I have a lot of things to do. I'm trying to hang out with friends a lot and work at the same time and watch movies when, when I get the chance. So, and maybe sleep sometimes, which gets hard. So <laughs> hopefully I'll have time to podcast because it's a lot of fun. All right. Let me know what you thought of Wonder Woman and what you think of what I thought about Wonder Woman. Hashtag Buttercup is a badass on Twitter at Game of the Box at Bargain Bin Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Let me know what you think, and I'll see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>